Hey everybody, uh, we are live for another edition of C-Squad Live, and we have uh, Dan Wheeler with us today, but before we'll, since we're going live here, um, we will, uh, we will uh, do the normal pre-ritual uh, race stuff, which, uh, before we bring Dan on here, well, people spool up. Oh, wow, we got five viewers, 10 viewers, 20 viewers. Cool, keep spooling. So, welcome to C-Squad Show Live. Uh, we're here to stuff, cool stuff around racing. And it's sponsored by Weir's Machine, which has cool stuff and trick stuff for race cars and RHR Brew Coffee. And my quick racing update, raced Winnipeg Thursday, won the heat, ninth to fourth in the feature. It was a fun race. Wish we would have had a few cautions go our way. Um, we might have been in the dogfight there. Uh, Friday went to River City, drew back row of the heat, finished uh, third, uh, redrew sixth. Uh, by the way, one of those heats, there was three of the top five and national points in the heat I was in, of which uh, we got one, two, and three, and it kind of lined up by how we were in points. Shill won the heat, followed by Austin Hunter, um, and then followed by me. And I think right now for the points, Shill's leading, Lance Shill. Um, Austin Hunter's in third, because Skeeter did a slide job. There's Dan again. Skeeter did a slide drop job into second, and then uh, I'm in fifth uh, with the anchor that I got thrown out. And then Dan told me, hey, Scott, there's a rock race in Gillette, Wyoming. So seven hours later, we drove to Gillette, uh, won the heat, started pulling the feature, threw the anchor out, finished fourth, um, which I'll get into in a second. Went to Casino for the Sandy Benson Memorial Race. And we counted the races I'd been to this year, and it was 24. Wow, we got a lot of people uh, live today. Thanks for joining us, Kyle Shield, Kurt, Lauren Johnson. Uh, lots of names I recognize and some I don't. Um, and we uh, went fifth to third in the heat in the feature. We went ninth to or eleventh to ninth. Even though it felt we like it felt like I passed twenty five cars that night because I'd like pass three or four or five and I get put back to where I started and I do it again and I get put just kind of how the caution shook out. But um, in either case, I'm going with I passed twenty five. I started ninth or eleventh. Passed 25 cars and finished ninth. That's the story I'm going with. National point thoughts. Lance Schill is leading it, which is really cool actually to have a North Dakotan leading the points race because the last North Dakotan to win national points was Dustin Strand in the BMI. Then you got Skeeter, which uh, in second, Austin Hunter third, Dan Wheeler, who we're interviewing in fourth, and uh, myself in fifth, Lauren Johnson, old LJ, also known as the Dirt Doctor in sixth, Rock Grunswald in seventh, Tony Ganold eighth, Calvin Iverson uh, ninth, and Scott Hansen, who was on a mission last night in Casino, and he won in Casino, but he is in tenth. And a um, couple of tips for, uh, for uh, my thoughts on national points is we're like, personally, I'm trying to stay in the top five. Um, really, really hard because I'm thinking I'm not going to win it. Um, this is the realist in me. I'm thinking it's going to probably be Lance uh, Schill, uh, which would be cool, or Skeeter Esty. Like all of the people up there I like in one way or another for different reasons. But anyway, noteworthy notes. 
we're gonna get down on here. Everybody's spooled up now, and my camera keeps swinging on me. I'm new at this, so expectations low, please. But noteworthy quotes: If elected, I solemnly swear to make the use of Uke tires for the racetrack, infield barriers, a felony, and mandatory prison sentence. That quote was by Joe Duvall. And my, if you're watching, my phone, my thing that holds my phone is vibrating again. And I don't know why, but it is. So it's causing the whole screen to vibrate. So we're train wrecking, boats taking on water. Um, anyway, um, bear with me on the buzzing. Uh, hey, Mackenzie Gertie and Joey Brown, thanks for watching and tuning in. Holy smokes, we're at all-time high. Okay, tips for learning. Have the right gears in your car if you travel seven hours to race a track. Um, and I don't know why this uh, thing is. There's Dan again. Okay, we need to get Dan on here. Please stop vibrating smooth um, because it's really making it hard to do this. So, we're going old school. We're losing the... Hey, Bill Tim, thanks for joining us. Says to rotate my phone. There I did. Um, hey, we're still going. Hey, can you hold this phone for me? Um, since it wasn't working. We're gonna hold it this way and we're gonna keep doing the video best you can. So, uh, tips for learning. Have the right gears in it to drive seven hours to race. Down one jet size, down one jet size for every thousand feet up. So if you go from 1,500 feet here to 4,500 feet in Gillette, you gotta change, go down in jet sizes so you don't go from pole to third or fourth with a sluggish out of the whole race car. And if your pitmen get tired, make sure you have backup that you can swap on the way to the next track. Um, noteworthy stories is the 12th annual John Sykes Memorial Races in Grand Forks, September 8th to, or 6th to 8th, 9200 to win late models. Midwest Mods will be there all three nights with increasing payouts. And of course, we've got the Wasota 100 coming up the 12th to the 16th at I-94 Speedway. And mad props to Wasota for, um, for getting it on Racing Dirt, so you can tune in live if you can't make it to each night, and they're going to have it on MAV TV in the fall. So that's really cool. And we won't be live next week because we're racing Monday night because it is Labor Day. We'll be racing. However, we're going to do a lot a pre-recorded interview with Carson Graham of Wasoda that we're going to post up Tuesday night at 7.30 um, because I'll be at Medora vacationing um, as well. Skeeter's in second place, by the way. National points are throwing out only five shows. He's in that. It's like, that's just like badass. Uh, Spe Speedway Illustrated. My name is on the same sentence as Merritt Hunter. And if you want to see it, you're going to have to check out Speedway Illustrated. And mad props to my buddy Brock Grunswold. He got a flat tire, went to the back of the feature I-94 and one from the back. So nobody can say I-94 is not racy. Or Brock Grunswold is legend, one or the other. Because uh, he went from the back, like back, and won it. At I-94, which is where the soda's gonna be. Okay, uh, one more rant, and then I gotta get to Dan because we are a few, eight minutes in, and we gotta get to Dan, is um, my thoughts on the Wasoda A-Mods. 
If you want to grow the class, you should make 525s legal for it because they're a $7,200 motor. And if they're too fast for the current spec or concept, chip them down, easy peasy, and make it easy for other St. Neen bodies to easily race with soda A-mods if you want to get more car counts. I realize some tracks have more uh, car counts, but, um, but, um, Oops, we're monkeying with the phone again here, trying to do it easier. But anyway, I'm holding the phone. This is going to be fun. Okay, now, um, squeeze C. Scott's racing shirts. Thanks, everybody, for getting them. And if you take your, a picture of yourself wearing one or a Red Rebel and you post it in the comments, then um, you'll get a chance to win another shirt. Now, today our guest is uh, fifth or fourth. Fourth, third, I don't know, national points runner, Dan Wheeler. He's not really running for points, but he's been racing for 42 years, although he did take like 15 years off. So, veteran racer, uh, Midwest Wanified race car driver, Dan Wheeler from Savage, Minnesota. He's been winning a bunch this year, traveling all over. Welcome to the show, Dan. Well, thank you for having me. Um, hey, uh, Tell us, uh, for the folks that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Dan Wheeler, and I work for a company called Grain Handler USA. I actually run the fab department, the powder coating department, the CNC department, and I'm also the safety officer. Oh, wow. So you got like three hats. Oh, yeah. I even get a little air-conditioned office to go with it. Wow. Is that where you build your race cars, too? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, Tony, Tony Canold was telling me he rolled at Menominee, and you yeah. helped him out get his car back together there at your shop? Yeah, we uh, had to do a little welding, a little straightening, and a little fabbing, but we got him back on the track the next night. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Racers helping racers. That's always cool to see, isn't it? Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Racers helping other racers. That's always cool to see. You were kind of fixing my car on that Midwest Mod Tour, too. You had my carburetor apart, and and uh, were trying to help me get a little bit faster. Yeah, I thought about it afterwards, and I think it was more of a jetting issue than anything else. Yeah. Um, so, what's the favorite track you've been to this year? Uh, you keep breaking up a little bit, but... Oh, what's your favorite track you've been to this year, Dan? Um, the favorite track I've probably been to this year would have to be Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil, wow. Were you racing USRA, or was it like an open B-Mod thing? Yeah, it was a USRA deal. I mean, I think we were still all rained out up here, and we went down to Humboldt, and uh, a couple hours away to go to Lucas Oil, and uh, went over there for a night. Holy smokes, man. I think we got the higher viewer count ever tonight. Um, so would you recommend if someone can get down there to Lucas to get down there? B-Mod or not? Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a beautiful facility. I mean, it was kind of a deal where it was a regular show for like 500 to win for B-Mods and they had 62 of them. Holy smokes. Wow. Um, hey, how many tracks have you been to this year? Uh, we were looking at that the other day and I... I think we're about 20 so far this year. Ha, huh, I finally beat me on something. I'm at 24. <laughs> um, that's pretty awesome. What? So from Wisconsin, Missouri, 
Wyoming, uh, Kansas, Missouri, um, Wyoming, Montana, Wisconsin, Minnesota, obviously. I have not reached in North Dakota in probably 10 years. We need to get you to North Dakota. We really do. I think you'd like it here. Um, well, I was actually talking to somebody the other day about the, the uh, stampede. Yep. Yep. That's always a good time. Usually gets about 300 cars. It's kind of a, it's like a festival almost. So, um, yeah, good time. Um, how, now you go get to all these places in a 1996 Ford with an open trailer. I'm guessing, did you build that open trailer or the box on it? Yeah, we did. We, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. We built a trailer and, and, uh, we have a lot of parts and stuff in it. I mean, we could pretty much rebuild the car out of the trailer. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Um, and the old 96 Ford, uh, makes the track and, uh, that's kind of a classic. Yes, actually we bought it from, uh, uh, Joe Duvall's, uh, uncle and he had it since it was probably a year old or something like that. And it's, a. Uh, I, I never had a diesel before, and I wanted to try one now that I've had one. It's like, I like the 13, 14 miles a gallon pulling my trailer around, so it uh, works out pretty good. Cool, cool. Um, hey, what's three, you, you're a veteran racer. What's three trip tips you would give a new driver? If you're, yeah, I, I'm having trouble hearing you again. What's uh, three tips you would give to a new driver? I think the biggest is, is uh, seat time, obviously, and I think a lot of the younger drivers these days, they, they tend to get a little aggressive early in the races, and they really don't need to, you know, and, and a lot of them tend to, you know, get the car all tore up right away, and uh, that's never good. You can't, you can't win if you can't finish. Right. So finish is step one. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, maintenance. I mean, a lot of races are won in the garage by keeping your uh, equipment in top shape. And we personally spend, you know, on a Sunday, if we don't race, a good five hours just cleaning the car and pounding the dents and, and just, you know, weekly maintenance just to, so we can keep it running all the time. And, and realistically, I, I probably ain't had a DNF in... 15 years. Oh, wow. That's a record. They ought to have an award for that. I'd never get it, but... Um, what What's the biggest obstacle you guys have overcome this year? On or off the track? Uh, I, I don't know. It, 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 every year, it's a, you know pretty much the same old deal, you know, and... Uh, it's getting ready to race and uh, and uh, getting to the races, you know, on a time matter. I mean, we we tend to like to get to the races really early, and and the good thing for me is and Teresa is that uh, I can still work hard, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, the uh, when you're working full time and uh, particularly you know when you're doing all the traveling. Uh, that uh, makes for uh, long uh, Sunday nights and Monday mornings. I know, last night, when did you get home? 
last night we got home, uh, um, we finally got out of the track at like 12.30, and I think we were here at 5. Oh, wow. So, and then you had to report to duty at 6? Yeah, just just in time to get take a shower and go to work. <laughs> yeah, and now you're doing this with me. So, well, I appreciate you uh, making the time. I know you're probably uh, a little low on the sleep bandwidth, so... Uh, that's uh, I do appreciate you uh, making the time. What what's something you've seen at a track that you think more tracks should do? I didn't hear you again. Sorry. What's something you've seen at a track this year that you thought was really cool that you thought more sh drivers should do? Yeah, you're you're breaking up. I can't I can't hear a word. Um, how about now, Dan? I can hear you now. What's uh something at a track? that you've seen that you thought was pretty cool that you'd like to see more tracks do this year? Um, I, I think it's great when uh, when somebody comes around and thanks you for coming if you're the first time there and so on and so forth. And and uh, it's always nice on them real hot days to pull up the scale and they've got an ice cold uh, bottle of water for you and, and uh, everything just, uh, you know, just... Uh, the generosity of some owners, you know, I, I had to take my dad to the race down Deer Creek and, uh, and, uh, the Queens and family supplied a golf cart just so I could haul him around cause he's 90 years old and can barely get around, you know, and I was way above and beyond, you know, to help me out with that. Yeah. The, uh, that's pretty awesome to, to uh, see that. Um, so what's your take on uh, live streaming at a racetrack? Is it okay for people to live stream a race or should they not? Or good thing, bad thing for racing? Any thoughts on that? Nah, I, don't, I really don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, um, I think a lot of people, you know, say they want to go shopping and they want to be able to see what they're, what they're, they were going to buy, you know? So I, I don't think it's that much different for somebody to live stream something and somebody catches it and they watch it on, uh, on the, you know, social media or whatever and go, you know, maybe I want to go check that out. That looks pretty cool, you know? Mm -hmm. um, do you have any tips for me as a race car driver? The, my, run, I'm running for national points. I got another month. Any tips for me? Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> A, you got to take care of your equipment. And like Brock said last week, I think, you know, if you run strong in a track, it's probably best to just stay there. You yeah. know, it's a strong finish is better than, you know, a so-so finish on a track that you've never been on. Me, personally, there's not a lot of tracks I haven't been to at least once or twice or whatever, you know, and... And I kind of, at my age and years of experience, I kind of got to, how to figure it out pretty quick, you know? So uh, we tend to run pretty well wherever. Okay. Hey, another qu question off topic. Have you read my book, Principles of Fortune? I'm sorry, Scott. Oh. Uh, have you uh, read my uh, book, Principles of Fortune? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but I've... Uh, I've probably never read a book in my whole life, but it's kind of odd because all my children have probably read thousands of them. Oh, I, wow. I, I really didn't have much of an education growing up where I did, and 
So I, I'm, reading is not my strong point. Oh, wow. Um, we got a downpour going on here. So it was like, holy smokes, what's going on? Um, my uh, room clearly isn't insulated for doing this if it has a monsoon at, at, at above us. But anyway, um, everybody's still here all right? Rick Hespy, by the way, Dan said, that's an awesome answer. Yeah. Um, yeah, the uh, um, quick sponsor announcement. Uh, Weir's machine makes awesome racing stuff. And uh, do you use any Weir's machine on your hot rod, Dan? Yeah, I have a lot of bare bracketry that I do use of uh, Weir's. They do build a lot of great uh, aluminum trickery stuff, you know. And uh, yeah, I do use quite a bit of it. Cool. Are you, uh, I see our surprise guest has entered the room, Charlie Christ. Are you there, Charlie? Yeah, I can hear you. There you are, Charlie. I invited Charlie, for those of you who don't know, Charlie is a rookie street stock driver from Jamestown, North Dakota, and he asked me, why the hell don't I have any rookie street stock drivers on the show? So I thought, what the heck, we'll get you on the show. So, uh, welcome to the C-Squad show, Charlie. Can you hear me, Charlie? Uh, barely. What, barely. What I said, welcome to the show. How do you like racing? It's, it's an addicting, that's for sure. Yeah. First year in the street stock. How long have you been racing? Um, this is my, this is my third year in racing. Third year. Wow. And you were kind of a stud in the old, uh, bomber, weren't you? Yeah, I got about nine feature wins out of my two-year career. And this year? What, what was that? And this year, how you been doing in the street? Yeah, no. <laughs> I know I had, I had nine feature wins in the Bombers, but I've, I've only had one heat win. One heat win. But hey, it starts with a heat win. Dan, do you got any uh, suggest? Charlie's a new street stock driver. Three years. Three years. He's a big deal because he's a new racer and we need to support new racers and help them get faster. So any tips for Charlie? He's racing these 20, 30-year veteran racers in the street truck class. What do we got to do to help Charlie get into victory lane, Dan? Boy, I, I don't have much experience in street stocks. So the probably closest thing I ever raced is sportsman car years ago. And I, I think I always work on that handling deal because uh, I haven't driven one for a lot of years, but back when I did, the steering on them things was something else to try and hang on to. I actually uh, drove a street stock for a guy, I don't know how many years ago it was, but I got in and it's like, uh, how do the guys keep these things on the track? Because you have to steer them so far. You know, we're used to like three quarters of the turn, lock to lock, and it's like two and a half to just keep it on the track. But uh, it just you just gotta stay smooth and keep the car straight. I think on them, and uh, you'll go far. Yeah, you had a good race this uh, last Saturday at your home track, didn't you, Charlie? You drove from the back to sixth. You still there? You're breaking up again. Oh, Charlie, you still there? Yeah, yep. Yeah, you had a good run this last weekend, right? What's that? Uh, race. Tell me about your race Saturday. 
you said about my race on Saturday? Yeah, you had a good race Saturday, didn't you? Yeah, uh, I started, I kind of sucked in my heat race, so I kind of started in the back. So I, uh, I started 14th, and I drove up to 6th to, to secure the Rookie of the Year for Jamestown Speedway. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Dan, how many feature career feature wins do you have, Dan? Boy, I wouldn't even know where to start. I really haven't taken keeping track, but there there were years way back in the day when I was actually pretty good that I'd win 35, 40 features a year, you know? Holy so, smokes. How many feature uh, wins you got this year? Uh, I think we're at 14. 14. That's pretty impressive. Um, and Charlie's got nine. So I'm thinking if he keeps at it, he's probably going to pass both you and I on career wins. Well, that, that'd be a, be good for him. Yeah. That'd be a good, great accomplishment. Hey, since I, uh, got you both here, I'm going to do a quick this or that with you. So what do you like better, Dan and Charlie, slick or hammer down? Dan first, Charlie second. Oh, I definitely like it slick. I, on the, I'm, I'm too too old too old to get up on the wheel and really hammer around the heavy, hard, muddy, rough stuff. So I tend to stay with the, enjoy the real slow, slick tracks. Charlie, um, I I prefer slick because since I'm kind of a rookie, it's definitely a lot of a, it's a lot of learning curve as in throttle roll and uh just actually keeping the car under you and working being able to realize you're on top of the track and not in the track when there's moisture there so i definitely prefer uh slick cool cool how about do you like a bull ring or a half mile big track or little track dan um i hit I, either one. I mean, I don't mind the big ones and I don't, the real small racetracks at all. The the, ten, the smaller slick tracks team tend to be a little more technical than the bigger tracks, but, you know, I, I, it really don't make any difference to me. Charlie? Um, I've only raced a couple half-mile tracks, but the few times I did, I, I really liked them because just since I'm young, the speed is so much... It's just a rush for a little guy like me. Oh, yeah. How about uh, ditch or high side? Dan? Uh, for me, for me I'm, I'm definitely a ditch digger. Although yeah. I've seen you win on the high side. You won at the high side in Deer Creek, your second win there this year. Yeah, you're, I'm, you broke up again. But you'll go to the high side. I've seen you win at Deer Creek on the high side. Yeah, I can't hear you, but yeah, I I, I, I run the high side on occasion, but I, I'm definitely one of them guys that's scared of the wall. <laughs> you know, there, there, there's guys that are pretty fearless that run that high side that uh, Travis Sauer is a perfect example. I mean, he'll run wide open on the fence, and then I just can't do it. I, my, my idea of running the high side is about two car lengths off the wall. Yeah, me too. How about you, Charlie? What's that? High side or the ditch? Which you like uh, Definitely a ditch. I like 
hugging the tires down low. Right. How about what's uh, your most wanted win, Dan? Uh, excuse me, I, I didn't hear you. Oh, your most wanted win. <sighs> most wanted win. That's a tough one. I, I, I've, I've pretty much won, you know, in Wasota Midwest Mods, you know, all the big events. I've pretty much won every one of them. Um, I, I definitely would, you know, someday maybe, well, it's kind of a little late for me, but uh, um, I've, I've always wanted to run an A-Mod again, you know, with today's technology and stuff like that and, you know, win a USM series race or something. Cool, cool. Maybe, uh, yeah, that'd be cool to see you race with the USMTS or uh, the A-Mods. I think you'd do good. I think you've still got it. Um, how about you, Charlie? What's your most wanted win at this point in your racing career at 17 years of age? Um, definitely a like a month and a half ago in Wishick when I started fifth and I was in second, passed for the lead, and I got a, I cut a tire and then drove from the back up to fourth. So it's kind of frustrating, but I'm still young, so I got to roll with the punches. You know? so, so you want to get that win at Wishick? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what we can do when we go down to the Sauerkraut 500. Oh, yeah, that's coming up too. Sauerkraut 500, Wishick, North Dakota, September, what is it, 7th and 8th? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, yeah. Look out. Charlie Christ will be down there to do some ass kicking. Um, what, uh, when stuff, I'm going to, we're going to, the show's at a half an hour now, so we need to wrap it up. Um, shortly but i want to ask you one question for both of you when stuff goes sideways what do you do to keep positive dan um pretty much start an argument with teresa because that <laughs> that all makes it seem so easy <laughs> how about you charlie what do you do when stuff goes sideways to, um, to stay positive i just, I just gotta when I when I think about who I'm running against and all the guys that they got more wins than I got races in the street stock, I just gotta think to myself, well, well, we'll get it next time. So just gotta stay calm and collective. Cool, cool. Any uh, anything, Charlie or Dan, that you'd like to see sanctioning bodies do more for race car drivers? Like anything you think? Hey, they should. Be nice if they did this, or nice if they did that. Dan? Well, for us, I mean, I, I think the rules are, are in the Midwest Mods are fine, the engine packages and stuff like that, but the quick change, I mean, money-wise, we go on, if we go on a road, and, and you probably did the same when you went out of Montana and stuff like that, we brought eight sets of gears, you know, we had to drag out there just so we had everything covered you know and uh it'd be nice if we could have a quick change and instead of hauling 600 pounds of gears around we could haul 100 pounds of gears around you know but right. uh produce a change in gears and and i i really do think that the quick change option is way less expensive than a nine inch i mean you're granted you can buy a lot of used nine inch gears right now but uh 
you know, a good set of you, uh, new nine inch gears is, you know, five fifty, six hundred, seven hundred dollars and you can buy a quick change gear for 70 bucks, you know? And as far as the quick change itself getting set up, it's not a huge money difference from a nine inch to a quick change these, these days, you know, if you get a fabricated housing and everything. So I, I de definitely say the quick change. Yeah, I think uh, optional quick change would be nice. How about you, Charlie? Anything that you'd like to see Wasota do or a sanctuary bodies do for a driver like you, your new driver? What can they do to be more helpful to you? Um, I think that Wasota should maybe try like a spec header instead of like an exhaust manifold. It's just a, it's kind of a hassle, you know, with the, with the stock exhaust manifolds and the, um, routing of the exhaust. So I just think maybe a spec header for the, for the street stock class would be beneficial to everybody and anybody. Cool. Cool. Um, last uh, question, uh, before I, uh, thank you guys for being on anything you'd like to see added to this show, removed from this show, any tips for me being a new host on how to do this? Besides proper equipment, so I'm not holding my iPhone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely an issue you have today is uh, you're so broken up when you talk that maybe you need a mic. <laughs> Mike, how about you, Charlie? Um, no, I, I think it's good. I like the, like the two-person drivers so we can compare one another and talk with each other you know yeah definitely pretty cool uh charlie by the way is has been helping me on my race car and he went up to me with when we won up in H ahl but he's been kind of keeping my car running so i can do cool stuff like this and uh, i really appreciate it and it shows me how how badly he wants to get better at racing one of the ways you uh get better at racing is you ask questions and you spend some time with people who do it that you can pick up. And Charlie's one of those kids that uh, that uh, I've watched, and he's he's eager to learn and get better, and he thinks about racing a lot, and he wants to race a lot. And uh, it's really cool to see uh, the the sport needs uh, more Charlies. And uh, I appreciate from an older person's perspective, I appreciate the the zeal of the youth. So, um, thank you for what you do for our sport, Charlie. And, uh, um, yeah, I really appreciate the, the, how should I say, the teaching you gave me and the opportunity to work with you. Yeah. I, mutual. Um, so Dan Wheeler, uh, any you want to, anyone you want to give some juice to the people that help you raise real quick before we sign off? Yeah, sure. I, um, I, my biggest props go out to uh, Grain Handler USA. They're, that's my employer. He helps us out with everything. Uh, you know, if I tear my car up on a day and I need to work on it during work hours, he lets it slide on occasion. And DSB uh, Manufacturing, Jay Neal, I mean, he takes care of all our suspension parts and, and uh, our shock program, our spring program. Sputz Racing Engines, we... Uh, they do an awesome job of uh, uh, that engine program we got. I mean, the thing has just run flawlessly for two years and 
just been great. Uh, Beham Signs and Designs, uh, Brandon, he just keeps us all lettered up, not lately, but uh, I got to call him tomorrow and get some new uh, some new vinyl and stuff going on in the car. RHR Swag, of course. We like, <laughs> he helps us out too there. Um, Northeast Towing, Jaeger Machine, uh, Straight Line Concrete Masonry, Speed Shop North, and Modified Madness Weekend Warriors. Very cool. Very cool. Well, good luck with the rest of the racing season. I, you're going to the East-West Clash? Um, we're talking seriously about taking the weekend off because we got like four huge weekends in a row after that. And I don't know. It, it's not set in stone yet. We might end up there, but who knows? Wherever you may roam, may luck be with you and safety. <laughs> Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Uh, Charlie, anyone you want would like to thank? Um, yeah, I, I guess I haven't done this yet. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to thank um, Aberdeen Area Radiator for keeping our car cool. Um, Zuli Race Engines for uh, powering us around the track. And uh, Hammer Shocks for their shocks program. And then uh, Two Rivers Printing for supplying our race cards to the young fans I have and then uh, JK Designs for the sweet wrap he provided us with this year um, Flatlands Barbecue just keep us uh, our stomachs full during the long races and blah 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 and uh, yeah just M&H for the fuel I guess yeah, I, I think that's it awesome Hey, um, I got a couple of things to, uh, to wrap up the show. Hey, Casey's gas stations are really good people and they really put a lot into racing and uh, to the sport of racing. So the next time you're at Casey's General Store, go in and thank the cashier. Say thanks for your supporting dirt track racing. And if the clerk says to you, what's dirt track racing? It's your opportunity to share with them what dirt track racing is. And if they know what dirt track racing is, they're probably going to say thanks. But in any case, they're a really good supporter of dirt track racing, so make sure you thank them. And um, next week, uh, again, we're going to do a pre-recorded episode with Carson Wentz. Or not Carson Wentz, Carson, uh, Carson Graham. Uh, and talk about some really cool stuff with Soto. We'll publish that Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday at 7.30, since we're going to be racing Monday at 7.30 at the Cheyenne River Speedway. And um, and then we got the week with the Wasota 100, which uh, we're going to do an episode uh, Monday night before the 100, live, 7.30. Going to have a kick-ass guest. Trust me, you're going to really like this guest. And then every day of the Wasota 100 at 1 o'clock, we're going to do C-Squad Live. We're still live at the, at the Wasota 100. So if there's anyone you want me to interview... Um, at the Wasota 100 Live, let me know. Thanks for tuning in. Share this post with your uh, friends. Uh, let's uh, do this and have some fun with racing. I appreciate all the support. Um, and remember um, that uh, with the She Squad racing shirts, if you want one, there's a link to here where you can get one. Um, and if you uh, take a picture of yourself wearing one uh, or a Red Rebel shirt and post it up during one of the live broadcasts, You'll be entered for a chance to win, not a shirt, a bag of Red-Headed Rebel Brew coffee, which is kick-ass coffee for game changers, rule bakers, rebels, and everything else. Thanks for tuning in, 
And sorry this went a little longer than the half an hour ideal show, but it's been fun. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway, and hopefully we'll get better at this. So, uh, smile and see you at a track soon.